Augie with VIP Playlist. I'm here with my beautiful co-host. Adam, hello. Adam, and we have, it's Cheem, right? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Who, uh, y'all want to introduce yourselves and tell us what you do for Cheem? I'm Sam, and I am one of the two lead vocalists of the band. My position in the band is lead vocalist, and that's it. (laughs) And uh, I'm Sky. I am the other lead vocalist, and I also play guitar sometimes. Y'all have like this really cool rap clean vocals thing going on i dig the shit out of that hell yeah i think sky and i have a very similar taste in music especially growing up so it was very natural when we started introducing all of the the modern elements of the band the more collective stuff so i noticed like if you go back in your discography to spiral and i think maybe the second maybe shine's pride i don't remember the first couple of singles y'all released didn't have any like right it was just like pop punk kind of like shit going on for sure for sure and then yeah. think it was i don't or maybe flex reflex was the first or zona maybe it was zona probably probably flex i think flex was the first single we put out from from that mixtape the sheen tv mixtape yeah that was like the time when we just decided to like stop giving a fuck about genres and stuff you know like before then we like tried to like subtly incorporate rhythms from other genres and like there's yeah. like a bunch of melodies that i just like straight up ripped from artists like Lil yachty and shit like that but like <laughs> but once you know once once we hit like 2018 we were like you know what because i had been rapping for a long ass time and like making beats on the side like once we got to a point where the sheen riffs were like danceable enough that they kind of meshed better with the hip-hop beats it was like all right let's just let's fucking let's do rap you know what i mean let's put all this other shit in that we listen to fuck yeah dude that's awesome man yeah right on uh we'll get into a little bit more of that but first Let's uh, name y'all's playlist. All right. Uh, call it, uh, how about uh, La Casa de Chim? Give it oh, La Casa de like, like, like a restaurant, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's on the menu. Fine dining. <laughs> first, uh, first yeah. the, our main dish is the Chimie Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Chimie Nuggets. <laughs> and, then you, and then you got the Chim Burger. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd eat it's like, the B, it's like the BTS meal. Way grosser, though. <laughs> So one of the first questions we like to ask on this show is what and who introduced you to music of any kind? We were just talking about that this this weekend. Yeah, I think uh, for me, when I was a kid, my, mostly like it was my grandma playing stuff around the house. And that would be like Jackson 5 and Motown and like other funk stuff like, like Earth, Wind and Fire. But then my cousin, who was actually my mom's cousin, played me like like the first time I heard rap and like pop punk. She used to babysit me and she would play like Enema of the State by Blink for the first time. She played uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, which is the 50 Cent album for the first time. Hell and like, yeah. yeah. So, so that was like her, her experience because I, I was too young to sit in the front. She would put me in the back and she had like subwoofers in, in her trunk. And like, I could like feel the bass in my like rib cage. And I was like, oh my God, I want to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was my exposure to it. And then, I mean, other than that, just going to school and like having friends with older siblings who like showed the music that their parents probably didn't want them to hear. And then that's us sharing it with each other. That's kind of how I got into like punk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For me, it was my dad. My dad has always been into like 
alternative rock. He got me into grunge. Um, one of his favorite bands is uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Sublime. Yeah, yeah. And my mom is into like, new wave pop music. Like she showed me the Smiths, the Cure. And honestly, like her playing the radio got me into like all the the pop stuff of like the early mid two thousands because that's when I was just like like an infant. So it's just kind of grasped who I am today. And then for later stuff like punk, um, just being online at a young age kind of definitely introduced me to like the MySpace music a few years after it existed and like anything that's like pop punk emo. Yeah. So, so, so NSYNC or, or Backstreet? Insane, 100%. Team yeah, Insane. Yeah, we're a team Insane. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. No, I don't oh, even yeah, think yeah. about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You know, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, listen yeah. to Celebrity All the Way Through and Tell Me Your Team Backstreet. Come on now. No. I think we should. No, we should. There was only one is uh too late to turn back now and it, that's like an old motown song by cornelius brothers and sister rose mm-hmm. that it was it actually was recently in uh, that movie black klansman like the spike lee film and yeah. uh oh, yeah, awesome. that like hearing that again i was like oh shit i forgot i love this song and I, so i since that movie came out like that's just been on my regular rotation so that's that's probably nice. like the motown song for me hell yeah man that's awesome what about uh let's do blink and 50 cent oh shit blink you gotta put mutt m-u-t-t mutt baby that's my favorite song from enema <laughs> And then 50 Cent, I mean, just, just do Into Club. That's like one of the hardest beats ever made. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I proved that. When, yeah. when they whipped that out at the Super Bowl this year, I was like, holy shit. Let's yeah, go. that was a hell of a show, too. How long was he upside down for, you think? Long enough, Dude. like longer than an average human could be upside down for, not like <laughs> yeah. pass out. Especially, especially at his age. He's in better shape than I'll ever be, I but... Know. I mean, yeah, I wonder if he did training risky. for that. He probably trained. He had to train. For oh yeah, and my uh, <laughs> my son the other day was like, "Dad, somebody told me that there was a rapper who got shot like nine times," and I was like, "Yeah, it's Fifty Cent, bro. <laughs> like, don't, don't fuck with that dude, bro." <laughs> I love that he's like one of the pettiest dudes ever. Like it's just like shit he's done on like Instagram and like he he like has like tweets where he's like talking shit about his own grandma. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> it's awesome. I've seen that. It's so funny. Legend. And it was something like, oh, I'm at my grandma's house. She told me to take the trash out. I fucking left. Like, I'm not done. I'm, I'm, I'm rich. I'm not doing this shit. <laughs> oh, hell like yeah. That. I think 50 Cent lives in Connecticut, right, Sky? Oh, I don't know, actually. I know I know sure. Michael Bivens from New Edition does because I served in fucking Pinot Grigio at the movie theater I used to work at. But oh, I don't my. know about 50 Cent. Yeah, yeah, I used to work in a bar at a movie theater. Did you say what's up? Theaters. I, I kind of did. Yeah, I was like, yo, your music fucks. So, you know, I didn't say that like verbatim, but yeah. He was obviously trying to lay low, like it wasn't yeah, like a big yeah, yeah. thing, but okay, uh, cool. yeah. Game recognized game. I see you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wish I had been working there when Triple H came in, that would have been sick. But... Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I wasn't there, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to contain myself exactly on that. Yeah. Sam, you're right, he lives in Farmington, Connecticut. <laughs> what? <laughs> no yeah. way, that's crazy. Yeah. What says that, uh, like? 50 Cent bought his 51,000 square foot home in Farmington, Connecticut from former boxer Mike Tyson. Oh, wow. I think so that was ridiculous. I literally went to school in a town over from that. That's insane. Nice. That's crazy. Farmington, Connecticut. Uh, you, know, are we, you know how people like put Inkton at the end of stuff? Like, oh, like, you know, like 
This, this is like Liddington. Like it's stupid. It's a stupid thing to do. I said the name Farmington to our drummer the other day and he thought I was joking. Like he thought it was like a farm town. I just called it Farmington. Like I made that show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny that 50 Cent lives there. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam, is there anything that you used to listen to that your dad exposed you to and your mom? Yeah. So I think the first thing that comes to mind is Wish by The Cure. Just because oh, yeah. I have a very distinct memory of like being six years old in the car listening to that for my dad i have to fucking do uh the legendary band it's not either chili peppers or sublime but it's from the only yacht rock bands that has ever existed they're called steely dan and i have and i have to do deacon blues deacon blues good track good track hell yeah and that Cure song was, it's, so the album's called Wish. Uh, hi, not Wish. It's that, from Wish. But, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I got you, I got you. Song Hi. Yeah, I found that CD, and my mom's, like, little CD cupper that was in my, like, near my living room when I was really young. I was like, whoa, this is the weirdest album cover I've ever seen. And I remember hearing that song first, and it, like, changed my direction of life, my path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> watershed moment yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> who do you remember that you kind of discover on your own and you're like this is this is the coolest thing i've ever heard and it kind of you know the the rabbit hole right so to speak where you then you just kind of did a deep dive into like everything related to that yeah it, for me that was either like 311 is the first thing that comes to mind and the second thing is the first time i heard uh, earl sweatshirt's earl it was just like a youtube video that got recommended me like the full mixtape i was like whoa this is like different shit. Like I hadn't listened to that kind of rap before. Earl like weird, weird all shit. Yeah. yeah. Earl Sweatshirt fucking bangs. Yeah. I love Earl Sweatshirt. But yeah, 311 uh, was a big one for that. Like I, the first time I intentionally listened to them, I was like, oh yeah, weren't these, weren't these dudes in fucking like Guitar Hero World Tour or something like that? And yeah. I was like, oh wait, they actually fucking, they're sick. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I just like pirated all their albums or uh, bought all their albums and then like. Yes, of course just got super into them and then uh oh, i said yeah. hey th- hey team should be 311 light <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now <laughs> about you sam oh that's such a tough question um because there's like bands that i've vaguely heard of and they like wowed me but i'm trying to think maybe there's this japanese band they're called lamp i remember just seeing their album cover and I was like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. And I remember just being like, this is one of the coolest jazzy, like, prog, indie thing, or folk things I've ever heard. Um, they're really cool. Another one is, I remember discovering Reggie Snow back in the day. I okay. think he was really cool. Like, that that one first tape that he dropped. I was, like, a, I was in high school. So I, I just, like, listened to it constantly over and over again. And I, I loved it. So Lamp is probably going to be really hard to put on here because uh, they're all in kanji. <laughs> yes, that's true. The, the first song that I, I really liked is the fifth most popular song. Got you. Song. Okay. So it's got the... It has an A in it. Yes. Okay. Perfect. That, that made it easy. And then Reggie Snow. Maybe uh, 1992. 311. 311. Uh, it's got to be Prisoner. That's that's the track. It, it wasn't like one of my favorites when I first got into the band, but like that song has grown on me to such a degree because it's like there's so much shit happening in it and the way it like goes from section to section is just like masterful. 
Yeah. Three Eleven's not one we get very often. And like, I remember yeah. listening to that when I was a kid, man. Like, yeah, I think it was Amber. Is that the, the song? That's like their big song. Yeah. That's the one that gets played in like taco restaurants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that and they're actually, they covered a cure song, which is funny that we mentioned the cure. They, they did love song by the cure. And that one. Gets yes. Played a lot, that's like, right. That's the one that I remember too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That covered. I, I approve as a, the cure stand. You know what's funny? We, we were talking about Blink earlier too, and they did the a letter to Elise cover. I, I fucking love their version of that song. But oh, they yeah. never they never like released it. It was just a, like a live event. It was like MTV Icon for the Cure. Oh wow, that's crazy. And then uh, Earl. Earl, uh, I don't think his first mixtape's on Spotify, so I'm gonna have to say Sunday from Doris, the one with Frank Ocean on it. Yeah, that I song is you. great. I mean, I tell you what. You were a hard man to find, Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. did not. I was. I've been looking for like ever since we talked on uh, Twitter. I've been looking and looking, and I finally today I was like, "Fuck, nay, I found him." But, but y'all have been playing instruments for a long time, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Never, never yeah. got fucking taught how to do it right. So probably a lot of. A lot really? of flaws in the way I'm playing, but yeah, but I've been teaching myself since uh, like middle school. So I mean, I, I can at least do power chords now. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're fucking doing it, man, and having a good time doing it, don't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what What was it that made y'all want to play, man? Just I mean, it was the fact that like one of the things that my friends and I bonded over a lot was music, and like you know we were all just fucking losers, and nobody liked us, and we weren't going to join any sports teams or clubs or anything. We were like, yo, why don't we like play music? We can just teach ourselves how to play this shit. So like the first bands I was in, it was like. All right, let's learn a bunch of like Green Day and Blink songs. Then we can eventually like one day. I think the first song I ever learned on guitar was Know Your Enemy by Green Day. And it's like three power chords. And then I realized if I put them in a different order, it was my own song. And from that day forward, I was like, holy shit, I can write songs now. (laughs) (laughs) And then then that was the beginning of like me just being obsessed with like songwriting and trying to like perfect that craft. That's badass. My my mom always tells me that when I was like a baby, I would like sing the little... What's that like dinosaurs? They're like all little dinosaurs. It's like a, a kid's show. Land Land before time. time? Land oh. time. <laughs> hey. I used to allegedly know all the lyrics and all the songs and I would sing them to my mom every single day. Um, I've just I've just like always had some sort of attachment to singing. I remember my my second grade yearbook. I was like, I want to be a singer. Obviously, I didn't know how, but I, I just would sing in the shower and Mm-hmm. let learn learn stuff that i would hear on the radio and i would i would never understand the lyrics and i was obviously i never had access to like a way to look at the lyrics until i was older so i would just i would try to just teach myself like all the the syllables even if i didn't understand what was actually right. being said. yeah um, when i was in preschool i remember saying fuck to the whole uh to the whole class <laughs> because I, I was show, I was doing a show and tell of me singing um, what I got by sublime and oh yeah my dad got really upset and so did my mom <laughs> but, but did yeah they, did they tell you you were a good singer at least yeah yes they did and that definitely gave me more confidence to uh, okay like actually formulate um the amount that I've learned about singing and I uh-huh. I uh I was in choir and I had vocal lessons and I was actually on uh I auditioned for American Idol when I was sixteen. Oh, wow. I like made it through some like backgrounds. I never made it to the judges, but yeah, it was it definitely was soul crushing when they're like, "Oh, you're good, but you're not you're not Justin Bieber." You met Ryan Seacrest though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I mean, did but- meet Ryan Seacrest. 
Nice. Like no normal person is those people, you know, like, but I, I, I think I saw a couple of live videos on YouTube of you and I mean, you've got a really great sounding raw voice, man. Like, thank you. I think it sounds great. So, but of course I'm For not sure. like a fucking American Idol judge either. So <laughs> hey, I, I just refuse to let that stop me. And I, I, uh, I went into college at, at this music conservatory and I met Gabe, who's the guitarist of the band and through Gabe, I met Sky and, I, uh, I knew immediately when I when I met, met them, I was like, oh, these guys are really cool. And yeah. we weirdly all have similar music tastes. So. You guys all yeah. met around that time, like in college? Yeah, well, the band was a thing, like, when we were in high school, but okay. Sam was not in it at the time. We had a different... It was basically like a Taking Back Sunday ripoff, but, like... Okay. <laughs> so we had, like, yeah. two, two guitarists who were also both lead vocalists and then bass and drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the time, Gabe played drums, which is weird. I remember we... We asked him because he's like plays a bunch of instruments like bass, guitar, keys, all that shit. And we were like, hey, Gabe probably plays drums. Let's ask him to join the band on drums. And it, it, we didn't know he didn't really play drums, but like he made it work. Yeah. Once we got to college, the other guitarist vocalist left and Gabe was like, I'm fucking sick of drums. I'm moving to guitar. Let's just find a vocalist. And so Sam joined. We were like, well, shit, now we need a drummer. And Sam was like, hey, my roommate's a drummer. And that's it just it, it, it very, very <laughs> serendipitous. So it all worked. Perfect. Hell so yeah. how did how'd you guys sort of develop, for lack of a better term, your uh I don't want to call it your sound because I wouldn't say there's a specific one, but just your vibe, you know, because it's very. Uh, I yeah, I think vibe would deep. definitely be the right. Yeah, you right used term. the word eclectic before, so right. Um, that's also uh, applicable. You know, there's yeah. a lot going on. So the, our, our drummer before we got Sean, who's been our current drummer for like a long ass time, yeah, who was Sam's roommate at the time, was a guy named Anai. Shout out Anai, and he was like a gospel r&b drummer like not at all <laughs> did not play like punk and shit like that so he was but he was interested in that kind of music and he joined the band and we had all these like pop punk songs and sometimes he would take them and shift the grooves to like be more his style and it, it kind of like opened our brains a little bit to be like oh yeah i guess you could fucking play that riff with that beat under it and that would be even cooler and so we would go to play live and like all the songs with like the straight up like pop punk beats like we were kind of like these feel boring as shit compared to the ones that you can dance to. Plus like every other band on the bill is playing those straight up rock. Exactly. Yeah. So then we were yeah. like, let's, let's capitalize on the danceable shit. So the more and more we moved into that territory, the more and more we were borrowing from genres like, you know, hip hop and like funk and R&B and reggae, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. How so yeah, even house music and shit like that. So yeah. we were like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, maybe we can incorporate some like production stuff from that and just kind of like embellish the sounds a little bit and make it, you know, more maximalist sounding like that's kind of our big thing is just trying to get the most out of like the sound have as many textures and shit going on as we can throughout an album mm-hmm. and that just like kept going and going and snowballing until like we're at a point now where we kind of feel like we can do whatever with genre and sound we're just like all right yeah, we anything we do is change just change because we did it you know what i mean yeah yeah no, no boundaries that's anymore. awesome y'all y'all haven't boxed yourself in like a lot of artists you know i think it does uh, come from the the insane influences that each member of the band brings like yeah Sean is yeah Sean's like a prog drummer, so we've all just learned more about, at least I learned more about prog music and found my fascination to genre and J, and uh, Sky's, Sky Sky, so he has the three of <laughs> all yeah. of that, like new, new metal, but like pop punk, and, and Gabe is a, a jazz pianist and has all of his jazz elements brought to the band, and Nate, who is our, our bassist, who, who is our newest member, but you know, he's been around for for a few years at this point um he has a lot of uh like even more heavy but like funky but like 
technical he, yeah. base he worships players. worships Les Claypool absolutely yeah oh yeah, dude. yeah dude. he literally yeah. he literally knows yeah. how to play every single Primus song you, you name a song he will play it like by Primus it's insane all right, all right. Shit, all right. Man. I gotta see this dude. yeah it's funny I because... love Primus man yeah insane did you ever figure out if what was it Morning View and what else make yourself uh, Make yeah, yourself. make yourself. Have you ever figure out which one was better? There's only one right answer. Again, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Honestly, I used oh. to, I used to be Team Morning View. I really used to be Team Morning View. I don't know why, but like recently, I've just been so into Make Yourself. Like I've been listening to it for the past couple of weeks, and I'm like, this, yeah. this is fucking hard shit. Like, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Sky that Make Yourself just. <laughs> I remember hearing that when I was in middle school. If, fucking ripped my soul in half yeah <laughs> yeah it, it was uh, to me it is their last album that kind of has like elements of the kooky shit they did before yeah because um, after that like morning view right from like, like they grew up and it sounds amazing and i love yeah. it yeah but you know make yourself has the last yeah, one i don't know man like, because fucking shit. like anomaly was like kind of goofy but that fucking song goes hard as shit man mm. I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I really don't fuck with like almost any other shit after they kicked out Dirk Lance. Like once they got Ben from the Roots, like like you'd think like he's from the Roots. Like yeah, yeah, keep yeah. keep doing some of like like the hip hop shit. And, like yeah. you know, yeah. but it seems like they just got more like weird indie rock after that. And I was like, eh, it's not like as much my thing. But there's some there's a couple tracks they did like later in the years like yeah. an album. It's like okay, yeah, that's that's yeah. You, you can ask Augie. I like at I don't know from the age of. 10 to 15 you can like between them and like system of a down you couldn't tell me there was any other bands that existed yeah. like i, <laughs> I that, that's sure. all I, that's all it was for me and um you know i, I think I, I i stuck with them until about uh light grenades and then after that it was like oh so it's all kind of didn't i buy and even like, light grenades uh, was kind of like i was like eh. they had What's an album my... recently produced by skrillex like uh that, that one i think i'm pretty sure skrillex produced that for them and it oh, still okay. is, it's not very good. Like you, they, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. not worth it, but you know, we went, we, we went to a show and saw them like a few years ago. Oh, they fucking, it, fucking rip, they're dude. amazing, but I it was, they them. played all of their, you know, older stuff. Like they don't oh, play yeah. any of their new stuff. I think like they still put on new music, but I, I don't, I think they know it's not hidden. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I buy you an album? Wasn't it like Fungus Among Us or some shit Man, like that? You didn't buy me nothing, bro. Bro, <laughs> nice. I don't lie. Oh, wow. I, from you, fucking you, Hastings, We already talked right? about this on this show, dude. Which one was it? Which album? You were there when I found it. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, I found it in Hastings. I don't fucking I remember, bro. Wait, you that found a copy like, of Fungus Among Us? Yeah. Yeah, in Hastings. This was years ago. <laughs> yeah. This was years ago. And like, we, we got in my little truck, put it in, and that like... They were like Primus Light, man. That's where I was going with this whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's they literally to get there. <laughs> I, I watched an interview with them the other day, and they literally admitted they were like, "Yeah, we just ripped off Primus at first, and then we kind of figured out, like, oh, you know, we should do more melodic shit." Because yeah, Primus and yeah. Chili Peppers, <laughs> like that's all that they were ripping off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And but it, it, that fucking bass guitar was sick as shit, though. It was, yeah. dude. I do have uh, to ask, what what is your favorite System of a Down album? Only it's a hard uh, question. It is because like. The first one's really, it's really good. So but, good. But the yeah. only one, like the one that I grew up on and that like I didn't even listen to the first album until like I had known who they were for three years. So like yeah. toxicity, I just just because but it's tough. It is tough. Mesmerize. Yeah, really that, that first Mesmerize one was are good. Fucking it, I mean, they're all good. Notch, man. They're all good. It bums me out that they're not that they kind of just fell off it, the face of the it earth. It bums me out that their drummers like kind of like 
It's a little yeah. weird. It's a little, uh, yeah. It's a little, uh, yeah. Something, uh, you know, I won't, I won't get political, but, you know. I, it's, as, it's, as an Armenian, I have no comment, but we, we love Serge Tankian. Yeah. yeah. We love <laughs> he's, the be- he's the best Armenian. <laughs> Agreed. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, could be, I could be the second one. But it's, I, sir, <laughs> that's fine. You're you can one. take that because I know there are so many of them though. Like holy shit, they are like peppered all throughout Hollywood. It's insane. Yeah, Armenians. Yeah, Cher uh, is like, Armenian. Is it like oh. Keanu Reeves Armenian? Okay, maybe you're third. If shares, okay. all right. Sure, I'm just kidding, bro. Understood. <laughs> Keanu Reeves Armenian. I'm googling that shit. Uh, uh, no, Lebanese. no, he's Lebanese. That's Lebanese. What is. Very, Lebanese. wow, Augustine. Very close. Yeah. That's kind of. You know sus. what? Hey, you know what? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get a let's get. Oh yeah, we gotta get a song from Make Yourself. Oh yeah, favorite song from Make Yourself. Jeez, that's the one you chose, right? Stellar's like. That's like yeah, that's the hot the hot single. I like that better than Drive. My favorite song is. That's hard, man. I mean, uh, Privilege is a great album. I was gonna say Privilege, Privilege is amazing, yeah. fantastic. Privilege is really good, but I, I, I'm I'm cool with saying Stellar as like the the rep from that Stellar. album. Stellar, that was the first song I ever heard by them because it played on MTV. That fucking Roxanne, yeah, it was tight, dude. I was like, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, man, this is good. <laughs> the video is cool too. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, let's go with System. Ooh, System. I want to say Bubbles. That's an underrated song for Steal This Album. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That song's oh, great. I, I it's almost like got like a DMV groove. Yeah, definitely. It's it's almost got like a drum and bass groove to it. It's fucking sick. And then the and then the bridge is all like like traditional like Armenian music. It's it's awesome. Yeah. I read an interview. I think Sky, you said you're into hyperpop. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Uh, we we both definitely are. We are you dead. okay? We actually just had uh, the interview that releases. Thursday. This Thursday is uh, Sauce. I don't know if y'all heard of Sauce. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I, I know yeah. Sauce. <laughs> he loves hyper. He's actually worked with like a shit ton of hyper pop artists. Yeah, he's on the hundred decks. He's on the hundred. Yeah, album. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. He's on the hundred. He worked on. He works with track uh, hard. Garden. He worked with. Um, yep. Break ins. He worked with a fuck ton of people. Man, it's insane. Yeah, that's really sad. So yeah, we're doing a big. Yeah, he is. He's awesome, man. He's been on the show twice. I, that dude, okay. he's so nice. Uh, yeah, uh, we get an NSYNC song. No, oh. we didn't. Let's let's stop there. Right. Yeah. Got to be some from on celebrity. There. Yeah, some from celebrity. I, I mean, the last track, "Do Your Thing," is fucking crazy. Like, dude, but, yeah, yeah. Let's just go with that one. Fucking nobody's heard that song. <laughs> I feel like more people should know that song. I was gonna say like, tell me, tell me why, because that song is like hard as hell. But "Do Your Thing" is just like it's so like immaculately produced and it's such a unique vibe that I feel like that is like the most like left field in sync representation you get on this playlist. So I'm, I'm, I'm all yeah. for that one. Fair. <laughs> uh, let's get some of y'all's favorite hyper pop artists on here. Oh man. Uh, somebody who's underrated overpaid. I don't know if you ever heard of overpaid. It's spelled O V E R P A D E. And they have a song called hate and it's like, it samples like full metal alchemist. It's fucking, uh, it's, it's oh, like, nice. it's like, it's more of like a, almost like a jungle rap song, but like it's, it's got hyper pop vibes. I love that shit. Um, let's see. I would, if you can add also um, Stargen by AG Cook, I'm a big AG Cook fan. Oh, we got to get some uh, some Connecticut representation in here. So the song Bratz Doll by uh, XIX, or they're called Who Killed XIX now, formerly known as XIX. Yeah, they're I from see. they're from Connecticut. They like moved out to Cali, and they're fucking pretty pretty big now after their song uh, that that Molly Rocks and My Green Tea song blew up on TikTok. But they're fucking cool as hell. Bratz Doll is yeah. a good song. 
Press All is a great song. So, when they posted the preview of that on Instagram, and I just like looped it a million times. I was like, holy shit, why are they dropping this? <laughs> it took them like a year to drop it. And I was like, finally. <laughs> Favorite anime intro? Uh, probably <laughs> probably After Dark by Asian Kung Fu Generation, which I believe was a Bleach intro. I don't remember what season. But yeah, After Dark, that's a fucking good ass song. Pretty much anything AKFG does is, is so good. Yeah, they're great. Actually, someone said this this weekend. Asian Kung Fu Generation and was the other guy? It might have been in sync. It might have been in sync. Sync had a baby. It would be Gene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. For me, so- my favorite anime opening is from the the show Gurren Lagann. It it's by Shoko. I'm gonna start. I'm sorry. I'm gonna butcher her name. It's Shoko Nakagawa. Yeah. And, okay. And it's um. Also in Kanji, I can send you the uh, the link to the song in on our Twitter. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, and then I'll just add it. Speaking of anime openings, we went to a show this weekend. There was a band there called Golden Week. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually. They're like a local Texas band, Dallas area. They just released a new song called Afterglow, right? And my my wife loves like anime openings. That's pretty much like the only music she listens to. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she was like, she doesn't, she doesn't like my music at all. But she was sitting there, like playing on her phone, and as they're playing the song, she like pops her little head up and looks at me, and she was like, "This, this sounds like an anime opening." And I was like, "Yeah, it really does." Like, uh, but the song is called Afterglow. It's fucking sick. It sounds like, know. yeah, it sounds like, uh, like a Naruto opening. It's fucking nuts, man. Hell yeah, I will definitely bump this. Yeah, it's good as shit. Yeah, so. How would you guys sort of describe your progression in sound over like the years? Uh, And what I mean by that, just to give you a little bit of background is uh, to prepare for these interviews. Obviously we try to creep on you guys, you know, it's kind of weird, but uh, just to dig out whatever information we can. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But we also listen to your discography from like the earliest release we can find until obviously the most recent uh, guilty pleasure. So yeah, you know, there is a progression. So how would you guys sort of describe the progression? Well, the first oh. album, which is called Making a Planet, it's super old. Like that's like that's a that's some baby gene. Uh, yeah, Spotify. We we took it off Spotify because we were like, ah Yeah, I don't think we listened to that one. Yeah. It's on Bandcamp, yeah. but you don't need to listen to it, trust me. Actually, there's <laughs> uh, low key, low key, there might be a few songs from that that we are revamping and releasing sometime in the future. Okay, but cool. you didn't hear yeah, that from yeah. me. I'd like to maybe we, we could say our first album was downhill. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was like the first Cheem <laughs> Cheem album. Like it was that's the one where we like the... really understood what we were about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that first album it, is like the beginning of just kind of really testing the boundaries between what's the genre that we kind of presented ourselves as and like what we're also into. So it's like pop punk slash emo. It's like some sections are a little more danceable than most pop punk songs. And like occasionally, like in that, mm-hmm. those early days, we'd like, be like, Oh, let's just like throw like a disco bridge here or like a bossa nova bridge here. Like just to be like fun. But uh, it was, it was otherwise pretty straightforward. If not like just a little bit groovier than the average pop punk band. All right. by just like guitar play. That is, that's definitely like the forefront of the album. Just like, yeah. Sky and Gabe have just like a very interesting relationship with like playing guitar with each other, especially in those recordings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first song I heard from y'all, I think it was like Gate Shoes. 
Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> underrated. underrated, underrated, yeah, I yeah. love that song. <laughs> People don't want to that... hear that song. <laughs> Man, <laughs> really? Like a... oh. We don't really play it live because like it just doesn't like pop off the same way other songs do. It seems like people okay, either okay, don't yeah. know it or don't like it. As a kid <laughs> who like sucked ass at skateboarding, but that's like all I, I had the shoes do. though. I love that. Yeah, I had like the most bomb ass shoes. I had the fucking DC Titans, man. The yellow oh, DC yeah. Titans. I had the yeah. Bam Audios, baby. Yeah, I couldn't. I gotta get shit. some of those. <laughs> really cool. The most I could ever do was like an ollie, and it was probably like not that good either. Like, yeah, you know, like I, I, I skated a kickflip like yeah. once. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. It's like I've skated for like years, and like I'll get out of it and get back into it. But like the most I've ever done is like a fucking like half-ass pop shut it. Like I feel like I'm at this point, I'm too afraid to like break my fucking hand and not right, be able to play guitar right. for a long time. But before right, it was just yeah. like I was just ass. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you can still uh, ride though. Yeah, uh, I haven't in a while, man. My, 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 I have a couple friends that I skated with like in the past couple of years. I was doing a lot of it over like the beginning of COVID, but I gotta get yeah. back into it. It's hard in Connecticut; the weather sucks all the time. It's all yeah, shit. true. I forgot about that. Um, our manager Connor, he actually used to be my roommate, and during the whole pandemic, we would just like skate across the the city, and just it was very fun. But then he uh, <laughs> he damaged, he hurt his leg, and had this. It oh was, man skated less and like i started just working more and yeah yeah you know how it goes yeah sure man (laughs) the interview that i read i I think it was just sky in this interview is for flood magazine i believe yeah that might have just been me yeah so you mentioned there's a lot of it where you mentioned it it's basically like a love-hate relationship with the diy scene yeah yeah (laughs) like what is it about the DIY scene that kind of makes you feel that way? Well, I mean, it's like on one hand, like you'd think it'd all be super like authentic and like interesting expression that you wouldn't see anywhere else. And there is a lot of that. And that's like one of the positive qualities is like there's shit that pops off in the DIY scene that like just couldn't even exist outside of it, you know, like like certain events or like marketing strategies that like, I don't know, or like ways of connecting with fans that are very unique to it. But then there's like just as much like industry bullshit inside of it as there is outside of it sometimes. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things that it should be separate from. Like it should exist as its own entity, like not beholden to the fucking trappings of like the, you know, industry moguls and like fucking dudes in suits and shit. But there's all this like cloud chasing and like people like fucking each other over behind the scenes. It's like, I don't know. Every time I hear, every time I hear a story like that, I'm just like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, you know what I mean? Like I should just be playing like a bunch of pay to play pop punk shows and trying to like beg water parks to let us open for them. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, but then something will come around and I'll be reminded like why I, you know, invested in this scene. And I'm like, Oh yeah, actually, cause it's fucking sick. You know? So it's a back and forth type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel that. One thing that has always really bothered me is meeting people that are in just like any music scene and it's just very I, i've just experienced it immensely in the diy scene is how they'll they'll treat anyone at a show or online etc and they'll they'll focus their attention on those people but if there's other people around they will never give them the time of day and sometimes it's so fucking obvious i have friends oh, yeah. that constantly experience it i have like my friends partners that are in bands like I'm flattered that people think that talking to me or Sky or any member chief is going to give them some free clout, but like, I don't know. I'm a friendly person. We're not here to rise to the top. We're here because we love music and we're yeah, here because absolutely. we, love the, we right. love the craft and we like to meet people that have, that share that same feeling as us, not just yeah. to 
rise over yeah. us and then like the second that they go big like they just stop talking to you yeah i mean it's, yeah. it's difficult though you know because i'm sure there's plenty of people who have felt slighted by us in the past you know what i mean like felt disrespected in some way it's, it's hard because it's like you know all these house shows that we've played in the past and shit like that it's not set up in a way where it's like oh yeah we got, you got like a stage and a green room and there's a guaranteed payout and all this shit there's no like structure to it so if i like miss a band set like and they take it personal like i don't there's not much i can do about that you know i try to make an effort to watch everybody set and talk to as many people as possible but shit falls through the cracks you know what i mean and so if i get yeah. you know if i get snubbed by somebody like inadvertently like i try not to take that personal but there are definitely people like sam said who are super obviously elbow rubbing with certain people the second that they start getting popular where you you would know before their band started getting big like this other person would never fucking take in the time of day to talk to them but now it's like oh hey we're buddies so Absolutely. We're not there yet. We're not there yet, but yeah. Yeah. And I agree with you, Sky. Like, there's definitely like we played this festival in Ohio, and right when we arrived, our van, our van stopped starting. So like Uh for like during half the the night, I was just running around, like calling a tow truck, getting help with the tow truck, like getting our our tapes because they were at a different location. It was it was it was fucking hectic, and I missed a lot of bands that like are in the scene that I want to see and like, like talk to more, but yeah, you're right. You, you can't, you can't make it to like every single right. um, show. We literally wrote a song about this. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's in the interview that uh, Sky did. That's what he was talking about in that song. So, you know, our, our point definitely still stands. Like we're here because we love, we love music. Like mm-hmm. I, fucking, yeah. I love, I love listening to music. I love learning about music. I love, yeah. I love, uh, being able to perform and I guess it feels like sometimes there are some people that have other goals yeah right and you know what? I'm not gonna stop them for that but you know yeah, if, you, if you're trying to get it you know if you're trying to secure the bag like whatever we'll <laughs> you, but like it's it's a, it's kind of about the tactics that you take to yeah get there, I guess yeah. yeah yeah there's a decorum to it I get it man yeah, yeah for sure I fucking love music too. That's how yeah. we're gonna start this podcast. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, that's why that's why we're here. I right. yeah, I, do. I say it every every night on stage. I'm like, yeah. who's here for music? And like, <laughs> round round of applause. It's beautiful. Absolutely. That uh, I think Hell we yeah. we talked about that in one of the one of my first episodes that I did. Augie used to do this by himself. Um, that I, there's always a moment, especially covid kind of calmed down a little bit and i've been going to shows like once or twice a month and there's that moment where i'm in the crowd and you're just looking around and everyone just looks so happy they're all you're all in the same place for one common purpose with all the shit that's going on everywhere else around the world and all the aggression that's out there and for like that two or three hours like everything's okay you all have something in common yeah yeah and it, and it's just dope it it feels great yeah regardless of you know where you're from what you're going through if you're at the show you know you're like you're all there for mm-hmm. the sole yeah. purpose of listening i love music, seeing people so. just like rage like whether yeah. they're hardcore dancing crowd surfing singing whatever even the guys in the back you know that are too cool sipping their beer you know just tapping their little foot they're still there for yeah. a reason they're yeah. still yeah, there exactly. dude it's yeah, the yeah. best um yeah. that's normally us though so to be True. fair like some people like they're just i don't know they're like anxious and they don't feel like dancing maybe they got like a leg injury like i'm not judging anybody for not dancing you know no, not if, at you're, all, right, if yeah. you're in the back you're in the room you do you're doing more than most yeah people. Like, there's people who exactly. will just like smoke a cig for like specific sets and just wait outside and say ah, yeah you know? yeah you paid to get in the show come on watch the band right yeah 
there's, there's right. merits watching every set. Yeah, hundred percent. That's ass, man. If I spend money on a ticket, I want to see like like all of them, like the opening oh. bands, everybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I want to see the guy with the acoustic guitar. Like yeah. yeah. I don't the care. The whole your bang, man. Like, I paid for this. Right. <laughs> I want to see it. I see. Even when like we play with bands, like I realized this a while ago. Like there's a uh, there's stuff that you can learn from watching like every single act, like, no sure. matter what. Even even if it's literally the worst act you've ever seen, like at least you learned like oh you know what. Yeah. I, I've, I've done something like that that they did and i now seeing it yeah. on somebody else i'm like i shouldn't do that anymore <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that sucks yeah the way that you stand on stage and like how how you how you position yourself as a band like i like just like real like i study like some front people and like how do you how do you how do you keep this up yeah how can you not feel tired of shit like i do <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. take much to look real awkward, man. Like just standing a certain way, putting your arms somewhere, and you just you look weird. And so you you know yeah you, you know what vocalists it. they probably have it a lot worse though because there's they have like nothing like at least like what do I do everybody else has like an <laughs> instrument like guitars or drumsticks or something you're just like standing there with a microphone. So. <laughs> oh yeah, and, we, so, and for most of our like for like half of our set nowadays we got two of those both of us right? yeah. just, just right. vocalists. <laughs> Yo, I only, one I only my, pick up a guitar like halfway through the set. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. One of my biggest insecurities, uh, especially when like we first started, was like I would stand and like I would have the mic in one hand, but not move my left hand at all, or like my left arm. It would always <laughs> just be like kind of down to my side. Because I remember in sixth grade, my dad told me if you're ever feeling nervous and you're you're like speaking to a group of people, just have your hands, your arms down, and have your hand in a fist. To, hold it like clench it as hard as you can and and just like go through it and <laughs> oh, no. it's, it's just like stuck in my mind so especially early on i'd see photos of me just being going like with like one hand <laughs> one arm is like you just like, look ready cocked and loaded yeah. like pissed yeah, off. Yeah. like a like a nutcracker or something <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> oh my oh, god shit. no but um sky and a few others have recommended jump roping every mm-hmm. day so Okay. Every in the past few weeks, I've just been jump roping every single dude. Jump roping like, day. Tough. It is especially it's, yeah, tough. It's so much more minutes. strenuous. It's so much more strenuous for your lungs than like the actual performances. That so like if you do it enough and get used to it, then you get on stage and your lungs are like, oh, thank God! All I have to do is like move around and sing. I'm not yeah, fucking yeah. jump roping. Jesus, dance a little bit, yeah. walk, maybe yeah. do a light jog. But yeah, no, jump roping is rough. For it sure. is hard, but I I already have seen the improvements. Like um, nice. I played four shows in the span of three and a half days. Yeah. And um, on Friday, I played two sets in one night. Our, our set was 45 minutes long. Yeah. Honestly, oh. longer, probably. It was probably almost an hour. And mm. I, I kept it my... Oh, yeah, you were counting. Cool, the whole time. I, obviously, I felt a little tired at moments, but... Yeah. No, that's 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 rough. That's awesome, that's, though. That's the life hack is the jump rope. Yeah, yeah. Man. Just 15 minutes a day, even 10. <laughs> start start with 10 minutes a day and just um, your body will just get used to it. And yeah, don't and don't like count. Like the thing that fucks you up is when you're counting the reps like oh, you'll you get, wear yourself you'll get, out. Yeah, you'll get in your own head and you'll miss one. Like I literally just put on a song. I was I was fucking jump roping to make yourself like 3 days in real life. And yeah, like you're better you know, off yeah. just putting on like a like a 15 minute timer or 10 minute timer and just like listening to podcasts or music or whatever. Yeah. Don't count, don't. Yeah, dude. That's what I do. I just have a timer on and I just go to my, my dad's backyard or the apartment or the, the park by my apartment. Just go, just go for it. This is, Shirt my, off. This is my favorite fitness podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just, real, real quick. I just want to go back to what you're saying about like everybody being in the same room for the same purpose. Like, oh, yeah. I forgot, I forgot to mention this back when y'all were asking like why we got into music, but like, I think it was 
like seeing that type of shit happen in like movies, like concerts at the end of like Disney Channel movies. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I, because I, 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 I think like me and the rest movie? of my exactly me and like yes. my, my bandmates, yes. we felt like kind of outcast at school or in our own social circle. So we were like, mm-hmm. if we could like facilitate that kind of experience, like and actually connect with people on that level, like that would be dope because we're awkward as fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah, we feel that Put through song. Yeah, for sure. It's easier with music. Yeah, me and me and Adam. Well, I mean. I wasn't necessarily popular. I, I knew a lot of people, but I was still awkward as shit, dude. I have a, uh, I have narcolepsy, and it oh shit, it like yeah, that it caused sucks. me to have like really bad social anxiety. And Adam, uh, Adam was picked on a lot in high school, uh, not not in high school, in middle school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Same. we were, we're just we never really grew out of that whole awkward shit. We're the most like awkward and like we can't even fucking high five, right, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, actually, the the trick is to look at the elbow. I learned if you look yep. at their elbow, yeah. you like, line it up. Yeah. Right. No, see, that's not the issue. The issue is is like I'll go for a high five and Adam will and, go for a fist get, bump, and then yeah, I'll just we like, never you make a little slap. Right. You make a turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make a turkey. turkey. We never. Uh, yeah. right. no. I feel like this I will yeah. go up to him and I'll. I, it's just a joke now, but I'll just like we'll go like for like a dap and I grab his thumb and I go like <laughs> <laughs> some weird like two person ASL shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I feel you on that though. When I when I first started a band in middle school, like me and my friends thought it would like make us a little bit cooler, and everyone was just like, "Oh, you started a band? You probably fucking suck." Like, yeah, yeah. So we're like, okay, so I guess being in a band isn't gonna like make us popular so i guess we're gonna have to do this for like the love of the music hey, or some bullshit hey man, but you guys <laughs> you guys are having fun I, I will say um i'm newer to you guys than augie is but uh, i get i just get the sense that you know looking at your profiles music videos and stuff like you guys are just having a ball man and Thank you. yeah that's cool, cool yeah. or not you guys seem to be really tight and augie and i might not be cool but he's cool to me hey, y'all yeah, cool to i'm cool exactly so, <laughs> yeah no y'all Who cares cool. Yeah, no, um, that's definitely Adam. That's a good point. Like every video I've seen or like every just interaction or whatever, y'all genuinely look like you're having a good time doing it regardless, yeah. you know, and that's, I mean, this is our favorite thing to do. So like, yeah. like, I don't know why we would be like mopey about it or somber. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's just have a good fucking time. Right. Yeah. So what's some like non-musical inspiration you guys pull from? Uh, definitely video games. That's like a big one. I listen to a lot of like Nintendo soundtracks. I'm like, I pretty much yeah. exclusively play Nintendo isn't games. It, but isn't it odd <laughs> how, like, what you know, you played Mario or Sonic or whatever, and it was this like, I mean, different levels had like different themes, but there was only so many, right? Yeah. And how you never got sick of them. They never got annoying. Exactly. They just loop I don't know on how repeat. they did that. It's I don't know. There's like so many good video game composers that like didn't most people don't know their names like people know right. Kondo because of mario like you made the mario theme but like yeah there's so mario, many songs that people Sonic, would recognize like yeah. tetris i'm pretty sure tetris was just that one song yeah it was like uh and it was like was some like, russian song and it's awesome you should I, there's a video on youtube about the history of tetris you should watch like basically there was like engineers who were supposed to be working on like some computer research that made it in their spare time and then like it, there really? was like this weird like oh it just yeah because at the time it was like fucking communist it was like soviet russia so like yeah. you know, they were trying to sell the game <laughs> russian government got involved it was a big thing yeah holy hell that's crazy yeah. sounds about right though yeah it sounds like something <laughs> i would watch it's good, it's good. That, that's crazy but yeah video Some games, video games uh what about you sam uh video games <laughs> yeah. no that's uh, totally fair big nerds guy and i um definitely bonded through like our love for nintendo um, yeah so, so gabe 
we always joke about <laughs> like what members of the band are Sonic characters. <laughs> yeah, we were just uh, talking about the sister. We were oh, talking about yeah. Who's who? Who's who? So okay, so it's changed. Um, so the updated list. So I'm Sonic. Gabe, oh. uh, our Gabe is Tails. Is Tails. Yeah, nice. Uh, Sky is Knuckles. Yeah. And Sean, <laughs> Sean is Big the Cat. And then Nate. Yeah. Is- Nate is Vector the Crocodile, and then his yeah. roommate Austin, who's like our filling guitarist, he's SBO the Chameleon. Yeah, oh, so <laughs> dang, you guys got all the, all the, all the cool ones, dude. I love it. I love it. This, this is like the awesome. type of shit we talk about. Like we're not like, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd like to think it's the type of shit that most of us talk about, really. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, what Sonic character will we do? <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's shout out like maybe some some local bands or just some of your favorite bands you guys have played shows with. Let's get them on the on the playlist. Oh hell yeah. Uh Jelani Say, number one. Oh. Can, we, can we shout out Jelani Say, Sam? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean they they are they're long gone at this point, but I know they're right. but like they're so are, um, we kind of started at the same time as them. They were kind of mm-hmm. like our our first like I wouldn't like say sibling band because we all just like hung out with each other. Like right. literally. Every I mean, we day. shared, we shared a drummer for a while. Yeah. They're one of those bands where like, we're so fucking good that like they pushed us to like be better. Like if we weren't playing shows with them, like we probably still suck. I mean, not that we, yeah. you know, I, I don't want to like say we objectively don't suck, but like we're definitely better than we used to be. And it's because we played a bunch of shows with Jelani say, and just getting to see them and being like, damn, I wish we sounded like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really kind of made us realize like an I, our drummer, like, Oh yeah, like there's there could be way more yeah, in this sure. this this ethos of music and like people can like there's there's so much more elements of music that can be introduced to the genre and definitely pushed us to do that more. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you're gonna put Jelani Say in the playlist, uh the song I would do is probably Divinity. That's a good fucking song. Oh, that's that song's great. Yeah. Yeah. A newer one who I, I collaborated with a lot is Psychic of Orange. Yeah, uh, I love them. They have they have like a very I could tell they have a very similar aesthetic to us, especially with like um, fascination with like video game music, and yep. they kill it. They're they're incredible. I love their voice. Underrated in my opinion. I would do blush the single, not blush plus 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 blush plus 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 is really good. It's kind of like va- more vapor wavy, but I just love the melody and blush. It's it's very beautiful. Just real quick, I want to shout out my boy uh so on uh spotify his name is for the love of iso like all one word for the love of and then iso he has one single on there he has a whole mixtape on soundcloud but his only single on there man of the night i'll put that shit on there he, he was actually on one of our songs zona and like okay. he was a dude i used to work at the movie theater with i still hang out with him all the time and i don't know there's so many rappers from like bridgeport connecticut and like new haven connecticut that like I feel like people never hear of but there's plenty of fucking talent out here it's just like it's a shame that these people don't know how to like I don't know if there's like a weird ceiling on like breaking into the industry for that kind of shit. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I just want to, I just want to shout him out because he, he did Zona for free and then he always right does it live with us. <laughs> yeah. That, that song is dope with him on it. I, I dug his feature. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You it's know, what's funny. Incredible. I just want to shit on submit hub real quick because we fucking sent that song into them. And like one of the people who was on there responded, it was just like uh, really disliking the vocals that come in at one twenty three too hip hoppy for my taste. And it was like, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's rap. Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> okay. like, have you ever heard a Cheem song before? I mean, I don't know. It was, just, it was weird. weird. We, we, we never have good luck with Submit Hub. I feel like it's a scam, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. other people have different stories. But that was just that's, one particular, like, egregious thing where I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, that's that's yeah. weird for sure. What's a, uh, what's a movie theater hack for us non-movie uh, theater yeah. employees? Like, okay, so I will say 
there, if, if you can like get in good with like the night cleaning crew, uh, that's like the best thing you could possibly do. Cause you know, like what at the end of the day you kind of have to do and what you don't. And then a lot of times they have like, like, at least for me, like there was guys who had day jobs and they'd be like, Hey, like I work at Dunkin' during the day. Like, do you want me to like bring like extra donuts like for y'all? Like while you're like closing up here. And we were like, yeah. So we just got like free donuts, like a lot of nights. It was so ah. nice. Of them. Shout out to the cleaners. Um, oh, yeah. but cause we, cause we would clean the theaters during the day and then they do like, they go in with leaf blowers and like garbage bags at the end and get all the shit from behind the seats. And as far as customer life hacks goes, a lot of people think they're really smart when they like put like the straw in the butter and like do the butter down the straw. Cause it's like, Oh, it gets like in the middle. It's like, that's, it's, it's, it's popcorn. It's not like jello. Like yeah, it, it, you yeah. can just pour it on the top and it'll get to the bottom. Like I yeah, don't bother with that one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's a life hack you can avoid. It, yeah, the real life weird. hack is doing it the regular way. <laughs> I, I, I would I would be embarrassed to to do it with a straw. Actually, dude, that was like a huge <laughs> thing. I think people it probably got like big on like Twitter or yeah. fucking TikTok or something. And people started. Yeah, I saw that shit. Yeah, yeah, strange. It's one of those five craft life hacks that doesn't actually yeah. make your life easier. <laughs> yeah, makes you look weird. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed y'all's album was uh, mastered by Chris Crummit. Yeah. That How man that? has a fucking hell of a catalog. Got a pedigree for sure. He, he does. David, like, Speaking of clout. Jesus, man. So what made y'all go with Chris? I mean, his work is just astounding. He's one thing that is tricky with, I guess, I guess you can call us a rock band is, is mastering. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he's just, he just really fits like the, like the style that we have, which is kind of, all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really, really brought us the the maximalist vibe that we were looking for without uh, taking away anything just for the sake of the, the leveling and, you know, the, the actual mastering of the mix. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that was super big for us. And we're, we're like, oh, what, what other um, person to hit up with other than motherfucking Chris Crummett? So, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's I like mean, a he's phase in my like, life where I was huge into Dance Gavin Dance and he's yeah, you know, right, produced right, all this right. shit. And he did right. Issues yeah, like, too. I, I loved Issues. I'm, I yeah. hope they come back singerless. Who who know. was it, man? Like, yeah. Shit. Yeah, Issues, they, they, they're still very active. Right, so. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be dope as hell to see them come back. They're all like phenomenal musicians. Like, yeah. you well, know. Sky, Sky can sing. Yeah, and, and he, he, he's yeah. screaming anyways. He plays with yeah. Twenty One Pilots now. I don't know. He's probably pretty. Oh shit! Busy. Yeah, oh, he plays bass for Twenty One Pilots. Damn. And then Lofile, who's his twin brother, who was also used to be the DJ, but then stopped being like, right. a touring member. Um, he he does a bunch of production shit now. Like yeah. I think he he produced Polyphia's last album. I don't think he did the new one, but like he's always busy with that shit. So I don't know. Damn. I really hope they do some more shit and just have like either guest singers or get like yeah, same. Like, I don't know. Damn. Yeah, I don't I'm, looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, Chris Crummett's like little discography here, and he fucking produced Busy Bone. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> of course he did. In 2010, I... Crossroads 2010. Yeah. Wow. I was just looking at his Wikipedia, and it looks like someone put us on there. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're on there. <laughs> so right that's right that's the point, really? Yeah, so I, I think that's now. the first mention of that's team on funny. Wikipedia. Yep. <laughs> right under right under dance can have a dance too <laughs> let's go let's go it's only up from here baby yeah. <laughs> i mean honestly honestly i think our, our public image currently is a little bit better than dance can have a dance oh yeah, absolutely. yeah it has absolutely. to be it has to be i don't know if y'all kept up with that shit but that's it oh uh, yeah I, 
I haven't necessarily kept up with it, but I have heard about it. And yeah, Jesus, man. Yeah. Sure. It was right after, <laughs> right after, like they had like the thing with the drummer too. Like they had like, ah, mm. it was just a big like series of shit. Like with the, the it was like right after uh, Tim Ferry yeah. passed away. Like literally, right. like a month That's after so that. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Tragic. It's crazy, man. Shit's crazy. Damn, dude, he did Free for the March of Flames. Like, I know his oh. fucking catalog is like ginormous, dude. Um, one of my favorite from his catalog is uh, the band Closure in Moscow. Yes. Yep. Oh god. That band yeah. goes hard, and I think I think it's an error. I, isn't it First Temple? That is the album that he did work on. Mm. Let me see. We got like it. Here. Looks like it's wrong on the Wikipedia. Well, it is Wikipedia. Yeah. Yes. They have the random band Sheem on here. <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, First Temple. We can look at the credits on Spotify and yeah, see yeah. if that has it. He did that shit like when he was like twenty something, like early. That's 20s. insane. Like, yeah, dude, this fucking first one. He was like nineteen. So oh, it doesn't even like say twenty one. It doesn't. Nope. It just says yeah, Equal Vision. Damn. Looks like it. Looks like it is based on the time of this on the uh, discography. Yeah. But yeah, that that album's amazing. Well, fuck, give, give me one of those uh, songs. Uh, Reindeer Age is really good. Big yeah. fan of that one. And then Sweet with the hashtag Art is good. Yeah. Either one of those Moscow are. is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're awesome. <laughs> they're so good. I think we're we're getting close to kind of wrapping this thing up, Adam. You you got any? Uh, no, just the, just the huge. Just use all right. Oh, cool. can I add a can I add another song? Yes. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's from um artist that uh like this I discovered when I was like, young and or like when I was first getting into music and really changed me. And I know um it's it's later in his discography. It's not from the one that like made me become obsessed, but um <laughs> we had a Frank Ocean song. Oh yeah, um, yeah and Blonde is one of my favorite albums of all time. And I think you would have to add self control because I've I've cried to that song. Emotional. Mm. I, I like Frank Ocean. There's a song I don't remember what the fuck it, the name of it is. Is it off Channel Orange? Because that I remember hearing that album. I was I would think I was like 15, and it yep, literally, it is. Yep. literally Super rich kids. Yeah. <laughs> I played a, I played an R and B band that covers that song. Really love yeah. that fucking song, man. It's a good song. Yeah, Gabe and I um, bonded through Frank Ocean when we first met, and it was just like, like uh, Fertilizer is an amazing like thirty nine second song, but it's actually written by this guy named James Fauntleroy. Font Fauntleroy here. Fauntleroy. Yo, he's and fucking so good. He is. <laughs> he did James joint. Yeah, he did James joint by Rihanna too. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is why, which is why it's called James Joint. I don't think I don't think it's on Spotify or anything, but his version of Fertilizer. Fucks. I have to check that out for sure. He did he did some songs off of a 2020 experience by JT too. He's like all over the place. Which is another album that Sky and I have bonded to. Um, <laughs> I love that album. Yeah. I mean like the singles are great too, but like shit like don't hold the wall and like Yes. Uh, that song is so good. Oh, yeah. Strawberry Bubblegum. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking sick. I Love saw. Timberland. Oh yeah, me too. I saw Justin Timberlake and Jay Z uh, on the the field of Fenway Park when I was in high school, and it 
It was incredible. One of the best shows I've That's ever crazy. seen. That's crazy. Yeah. And I was also on Fenway Park. So I was like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, Adam, I don't know if you remember this. You're like a year younger than me. So I don't, I don't know if you would remember this, but I was in the seventh grade. You might have, you were, you were in the sixth. Uh huh. Fucking, what's the name of that band? Damn it. I just had it. Oh, son of a bitch. You got to give me a little um, more than that, buddy. <laughs> it was Switchfoot. <laughs> oh my okay, god! Okay. You remember that shit? They came to our fucking stadium in Pine Tree. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, they came to the fucking. They came to our football stadium and played. Uh, played a show. I don't know what the why, but really, that was a weird shit ever. Yeah, I, uh, I, I used to work uh, at the House of Blues Boston. Um, anyway, if anyone that works at the House of Blues Boston sees this. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm so sorry that this is a part of your podcast now and is now public team knowledge. I, I mean, I shot, like, on, I shot on Submit Hub earlier. We're just dissing everybody. Um, <laughs> I, so I worked at House of Blues Boston. I worked for Switchfoot. I was their green room server and production runner. And um, good band. They weren't the nicest people I've met. Thanks. Yeah. I know that dude is like hard the fuck at it like he i don't he he's like a workaholic or some shit like that from what i've heard like it's yeah he, he was definitely there for to do his thing which is fine yeah just, um, i was yeah. really i was just a nobody yeah i feel that didn't, didn't feel good but um no nah, it's never never a good feeling no Oh, I was going to tell you guys. It's easy to like get like fucking tired on tour and just like not have time for that shit anymore. So I try to give him the yeah. benefit of the doubt. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I totally believe it if he's an asshole. So switch foot if you're listening. Yeah. This is your chance to apologize to the almighty team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Take the almighty it. team. Yeah. Take us on tour or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'll yeah, do. Their that'll audience do. would love us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I actually just shared a TikTok with my wife the other day about switch foot and that shit cracked me up so bad. It was like a. It starts off and it's like this, this white woman and she's like, do you want to know why Christians are susceptible to conspiracy theories? And then this dude cuts in and he's like, no, the only thing I want to know about Christianity is why this Christian band's riff goes so fucking hard. And then he yeah. starts <laughs> Yeah. Literally me with Reliant K. Like I, I, I'm, oh, yeah. oh, I, um, God, yeah. I haven't really gone to church that much. I just, I just didn't, um, never grew up with it. Uh-huh. Um, thank you. I'm very, very yeah. blessed by that. Yeah. But, uh, yes. <laughs> Reliant K goes so hard. They do. They, they do. fucking do. Man, I wasn't as uh, blessed as you. I, I grew up <laughs> indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it was cool because there was this one time at church camp. Um, there was a class. It was like a music video class. Now I didn't join that class. I don't know why. But, anyways, they did a, like, they shot a music video to the Sadie Hawkins dance song. Oh, oh okay. no way. <laughs> yeah, sick as fuck, dude. It was cool as shit. I was like, what? This is but they, they played it for everybody. Yeah, it was awesome. Let's get the last song y'all y'all listened to. Oh, the last song oh. I listened to? Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't hope it's not embarrassing. Oh, shit. <laughs> hope I, it's I, not I our remember. album. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck it. <laughs> Let me, I, I think I got to open the app on my phone to see that shit. Hold is on. there a way I can see what I just listened to? Because the last the last thing I listened to was um fucking uh like a, a Nintendo playlist in the car. So that's not on Spotify. The last song I listened to was um the uh remix of Hey Big Eyes by Caroline Polachek. It was the George Clanton remix version. 
Which, oh, that song's so good. Oh my god, that song is beautiful. I could listen to that shit nice. like 15 times in a row, not get tired of it. Hey, by the way, we found the theme of E102Y Sega Sonic sounds on Spotify. So don't say it's not there, man. It's there. No, it's, so, no that's, that's that's Sega. Yeah. There's a lot of Sega stuff, like Ape Escape is yeah. on there, and fucking like even like Square Enix shit that was on Nintendo consoles, like Chrono Trigger yeah. shit is on there. But like actual first party Nintendo shit, they refuse to put uh, on Spotify, and they'll flag it on sucks. YouTube too. So it's like, where do you want me to listen to this shit? Like in the games? Ooh, yeah, uh, buy the games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but people are so like like I don't know persistent that about sucks. reposting it to YouTube that you usually don't have a problem finding it. That's crazy. For me, the last song I was listening to was by Cowgirl Clue it's called Hella Fairy, but it's spelled as F-A-E-R-I-E. I got it. I got it. Awesome. Damn, I wish we could add Knuckles' Pumpkin Hill rap. I, is our... Pumpkin Hill's not on Spotify, is it, huh? Let me see. Oh, a ghost. Oh, yeah. A ghost is. Pumpkin Soup. Yeah, okay. That's just going on there. You got to add oh, that. Got you. Okay. You might as well add Dive into the Mellow for Aquatic Mind, please. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Just like slam those two songs together and that's cheap. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you want to do the the opener closer songs and the plugs? Sure. Yep. So we like to open the playlist with a song from you guys. And we also like to close it with a song from you guys. So give us a couple songs, opener and closer, team songs. You want to open it with pay to play just because we're we just did a, a cool ass music video for that one which should be sure. dropping in a couple weeks so yeah pay to play one word okay that'll be the opener and then the closer um should it be from the, the new album yeah might as well i don't know why we'd plug anything besides the album i would say emerge mm-hmm. let's, let's close yeah. emerge because that's that's the uh the, the best album closer you have okay yeah for sure um and then we like to let you guys just kind of shout out your, you know, social media tags, any upcoming shows. Obviously, you guys just had the album release, but, you know, I know you just hinted at a music video drop. So any anything like that, anything that's going on that, you know, team fans can be stoked for. Yeah. Um, so our Instagram and TikTok is at team.season, S-Z-N, uh-huh. and at like the song title. And um, our insta- our Twitter, excuse me, is Cheem underscore season. Yeah, we just dropped an album called Guilty Pleasure. It's out via Lonely Ghost Records. It's nine songs. It takes 23 minutes to listen to. So if you somehow got this far in the podcast and you haven't heard of us yet, just go listen to that shit right now. Um, and we just did a music video for the song Pay to Play with a Fitchburg, Massachusetts legend, Merrick Henry. Uh, shout he out to him. Shout out to Merrick Henry. Insane dancer. Love craziest, that shit. Craziest dude I've ever met. He's awesome. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, stuff to be excited for too. Um, we are going down to Fest this year. I think it's Fest Twenty, the twentieth Fest. Yep. Um, we're very excited to play down in Florida. Um, we might be playing some shows on the way there, on the way back. Uh, find out very soon on the social media. And in addition to that, we do have some other stuff cooking. Yeah, there's some more music, got some more yeah. music videos. We'll see what see what's going on. Definitely Hell follow us yeah. on TikTok. We're trying to do more TikToks, trying yeah. to like idiots on there. Fuck this is how yeah, you do TikTok. it nowadays. Right on. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, I got two more things. The first thing I wanted to say was I added two songs on here, uh, just because y'all told really cool stories about them. Uh, the first one is Know Your Enemy by Green Day, and the second one is What I Got by Sublime. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I dig it when people tell stories like that. That's cool as shit, man. That's what that, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. That's, that's and then so the last question I have for you guys is this, this thing is going to be dropping probably like mid-September. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so what band do y'all want to beef with next? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna start that up again. There was a couple people I was uh, like considering, like I wanted to beef with like Pool Kids and Bartsy's Strange and a couple. Yeah, other yeah. People. But uh, but I I I kind of fucked myself because I set it up because I was to do it like until the album dropped. And I was like, shit, I should have done it in a way where I could have like kept doing it. If we do it again, uh, I don't know. It's not going to be just like smaller acts anymore. I'm going to start beefing with like famous people. I'm going to beef Fuck with like. Yeah, uh, I saw y'all beef uh, with pulses. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to beef with Playboy Cardi and see how long it takes him to like respond. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we all, maybe we brought in um, who we beef with. Like, I want to beef with um, like just people online. So maybe Anthony Pitt. <laughs> Watch Sleep with One Eye Open, Anthony Pantano. Also Connecticut. <laughs> Another Connecticut peep. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, y'all, thank y'all so much for giving us yeah, some thanks, time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you for having um, us. Yeah, yeah thank you. awesome, man. Super cool, guys. Go yeah. listen to Cheem. Cheem's right awesome. Right now. But thank y'all so much again, and we enjoyed it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And send, uh, definitely send the playlist. I want to. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Bye. 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 Have a good night. Good night.